Hey, everybody. Matt McCarthy at the Fantasy Sports Network, Studio 34 in New York City for Rugby Wrap-Up. Talking rugby, 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 and I have my Scottish friend Steve Lewis in the studio. And it's appropriate, Steve, because we're going to talk a little Glasgow Warriors and uh, connections to the USA. And why are we doing this, Stephen? Because the Glasgow Warriors asked us to. So, and we like them. And you're we, Scottish. We love the Glasgow Warriors. That's my team. And didn't you get a cap with the Glasgow Warriors? They weren't the Warriors then. It was just called Glasgow. It was just a district site. It wasn't professional. But uh, yes, I did play in a wet and Wednesday, uh, wet and windy Wednesday night at Hewenden against Connacht in Irish province. Oh. So yes, I did play for Glasgow many, many moons ago. And Connacht was uh, uh, obviously accustomed to cold, wet weather. So there was no advantage there. No advantage there. No advantage. And, and don't there. you ever say just and then demean your... It's self-deprecating. I don't like that because it is an accomplishment, ladies and gentlemen. I would be... See, conversely, I'd be saying, yeah, I got got a great cap. It's probably one of the best matches in Glasgow history. There's a difference. Yeah, there's a difference. But anyway, many, many connections between Glasgow Warriors and American rugby now. Obviously, the key one is the CEO, Nathan Bombers. So he is the only American running a professional rugby side in Europe. Um... So I've had the pleasure of meeting him a couple of times. He's been over quite a lot. He is, he's reasonably well engaged now uh, with the American rugby community. And he's the main man. He has been responsible for driving some of their commercial success and, and ultimately responsible for the on-field success as well. They've done extremely well over the last few years. What's interesting about Nathan is, uh, obviously with an eye for, I wouldn't say cheap talent, but an eye for talent that is foreign, that is not as expensive. raw. Yeah, but he's given Americans a chance. Yes. Um, I, I thought a particularly ill-ventured decision was the one to take Carlin Isles. Um, <clears throat> just essentially, he's a top-of-the-ground player, wet, muddy tracks, before Scotsdon was on an artificial surface. That wasn't a good decision. He took a chance on um, Lange Lange from the Pro Rugby um, San Francisco thing. We, we had uh, some dealings about that. The free yeah. train number eight? Yep. Yeah. He just couldn't... Um, Knuckle down, shall we say, to the grind of professional rugby life and so couldn't hack it. Big job. Um, in addition, they have offered David Tamlow a contract. Uh, actually, not sure what that is right now. That seems to have uh, receded into the, into the background. And obviously, our That's guest today, our guest today, Greg Peterson, has been there for three, four years now. So he is ideally qualified to discuss Glasgow Warriors and American rugby. And Steve, you, you gave it away. But it's okay because you're Scottish and they're your boys. But we do indeed have an interview with Greg Peterson, uh, with Jack Reed, the communications man over there with the Glasgow Warriors, uh, asking the questions of Greg Peterson, who's a Team USA star and Glasgow Warriors star and as big as Jim Hamilton. Uh, let's check it out on our AFIA Sports Training Group monitor. That's the AFIA Sports Training Group working in partnership with Rugby Wrap-Up to promote rugby across the community in the U.S., U.K., and beyond. Check it out. Hi, Jack Reed here at Scottson Stadium in Glasgow. Here's my interview with USA Eagle Greg Peterson for Rugby Wrap-Up. Back in, a, in an Eagle shirt after, after a while out, what does it mean to you playing for your country? Oh, I love it. You know, it just represents my family, my heritage, everything like that. Like growing up in Sydney, Australia, yeah, I mean, you know, there's a bunch of heritage there, but um, we, I very much lived in an American household every Sunday morning. The old man would wake me up early and we'd watch, you know, college ball or football or whatever it was that was on. Um, we're always thoroughly into it um, and always to pull on those stars and stripes and, you know, sing um, God Bless America. You know, it's, it's awesome. And then that game against Scotland, 
Have you, when you came back here, were you, you strutting around with your head held high? What was it like playing against your, your Warriors teammates? It's hard to strut your head around high because, you know, they, they, they did play a very good game of rugby. Um, you know, we just happened to nudge it out towards the end. Um, I felt knowing those blokes so well, it gave me, you know, um, a, like I really wanted to dig in and, you know, get a good result against them. But also I did feel for them just as much because I know them so well. You know, Hoggy getting his first cap as captain, you know, um, Matt Fagg and George Horn and Hastings all getting their first start. So I, I know I've been in their position. I know what it's like to get your first cap and you want to start off on a really good foot. Um, so I know what it's like to be in that position. So I felt bad almost in that sense. But as a stepping stone for America towards the World Cup, and it's been building for so many years now, like it should have been Italy a couple of years ago, I thought. Um, it just, it's unfortunate that it had to be a team that I really do respect. But what does it mean for America as a nation to finally be a tier, tier one rugby team? Yeah, huge, huge. Um, you know, it, it's gonna help us be able to build a lot of support towards the World Cup, um, both fan-wise and financially-wise. Um, and just as a team, our own self-belief, like we didn't have a great World Cup uh, campaign last time. Um, and to be able to roll in, uh, I think, I can't remember how many games were undefeated, but I think it's, uh, I want to say nine games or eight games undefeated. And to roll into the November test against like, you know, big Irish sides, um, New Zealand Maoris, um, to roll into those games. And also, you know, and, and the ARC after that, it's, we're just building great momentum towards that World Cup. And, you know, we're really, we're aiming for something big. And personally, is that World Cup something you've got you've got an eye on, and something you'll be thinking about when you're playing for the Warriors? Yeah, definitely. You know, there's great competition within the Eagles squad now. Um, Gary Gold's created some real continuity within the squad, um, and you know, I've, I've pretty much I've got to perform here to be able to put my hand up over there. Um, if I'm not playing here, then you know, it's 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 going to be hard. So I've got to push just as hard to keep you know to compete with Johnny and Swinnow. Um, and Scotty Cummins and Briz and Karen and all of them, you know, who will be competing for a Scottish jersey, but I've got to be competing just as hard for my own USA jersey. And what are your opinions on the new professional league out in America? What have you seen of that? It's, it's great, you know, for, um, for those players, those domestic players to be getting week in, week out, good footy, good training, um, and against good competition, you know, not just what the club level was beforehand, but um, for those players, to be playing at that level, you know, for a good three months, that that changes everything, um, you know. And you can definitely see the difference with those with those pro, uh, what is it called, MLR players. You can definitely see the difference. You know, there's still a bit of tweaks here and there. It's going to take a couple a couple of years before it really kicks off and really keeps growing. But you know, you you see it definitely moving in the right direction. And we're back, Steve. Pretty cool, right? Excellent, excellent job. And the uh, first of many that we're going to have with with Glasgow. Uh, because Glasgow is uh, thinking of out of the box, and we like that. Good to see an American thriving in God's country. Yeah, and it was interesting to, to, to see what Greg had to say about the win over Scotland. You know, he's, he's very diplomatic. He did make a point of saying that he, preferred, he would have preferred to beat a team that he didn't respect as much in Italy. Yeah, well, my, you know, as we, as we discussed many a time when you tried to beat me, uh, you know, my new country beat my old country. I get it, but from, uh, from an American standpoint... Fantastic they, occasion. They beat a, a higher-ranked squad in Scotland. Exactly, and right? congrats to them. 
Oh, you're good. He's good, ladies and gentlemen. You know, he's he's class, all class. That Steve Lewis and Steve uh, red, whites and blue. Very good, very good, very good. And thanks to Jack Reed and Greg Peterson uh, from Glasgow Warriors, and we look forward to more of that. And Steve, just like that, we are out of time. It's been a pleasure. It's been a slice. Indeed, peachy, it has, in, just peachy. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed, it has been a peachy Steve Lewis. Uh, not that he's fruity. Uh, and on that note, we are out of time again, as I said earlier. But, Steve, thank you for coming in. Thank you. Godspeed. Matt McCarthy for Steve Lewis, Greg Peterson, and Jack Reed. for rugby wrap-up here at the Fantasy Sports Network in Midtown Manhattan, talking rugby, signing off. <laughs>